Hey there, friend. Are you looking for more midlife clarity? Well, of course, who isn't? Today, I'm going to be talking about journaling and how it can help you find your midlife purpose and a whole lot more. Grabbing onto midlife clarity is a process and journaling has been one of the most effective tools I've ever used to help me do this, to help me get clarity, to help me find my purpose, to really find what matters to me and where I can get more meaning and fulfillment out of life. So you ready to find out a little bit more about some journaling? Let's do this. All right. Yay! Hey there, welcome to the Easy Aging Show. My name is Michelle Zavala and I'm your Easy Aging Expert. Each week, I'll bring you tips and strategies that will energize you as you take small, fun-sized actions to upgrade your mindset and get clarity on who you are and what you truly want. With this, you'll have the freedom to go after your dreams and start reveling in the juicy moments of midlife that make your heart sing. So grab a cup of joe or a glass of the red and kick back because your glory days are just getting started. Hey there, Easy Ager. If you are not already on the Easy Aging Insiders list, go to theeasyagingshow.com right after this episode and sign up today because only the insiders are getting special treats when the online course comes out. So you wanna make sure you're on this list as soon as possible, all right? So I'm gonna say something right now, and you may wanna sit down for this because you might be a little shocked. <laughs> you ready? You ready for my big announcement? I am an introvert. Are you surprised? Yeah, you know, most people are. But seriously, I am. I mean, I am not just a kind of or occasional introvert. I am a full-fledged, card-carrying member of the introvert club. Let me tell you, when I was little, I used to be so shy that when grown-ups talked to me, I would cry. Yeah. The slightest thing would make me cry. And I am sure that my behavior concerned my mother on many levels, but like the champ she was, she hid it from me. I never saw it. I never even had an inkling that my mother was even remotely concerned about this very nervous, very excitable child. You know, my mother once told me that she could get my brother talking with a trip to Dairy Queen after one of his baseball games. She said it took a while to get him going, but once he started talking, he was just an open book. Then she said, but with you. And yes, I was a tough one. I mean, the great thing about my mom was she knew that my true thoughts were locked in my brain and that I held my thoughts very closely in my heart and I, I wasn't going to release them easily. So as I got older, I think maybe sixth or seventh grade, somewhere around there, she gave me my first journal. She knew that I was creative and I had this crazy wild imagination and I needed a place to express it. So she gave me that first journal and oh, I am so blessed that she did that because over the years, this has been a lifesaver for me. I have learned so much about myself through my journals. I know some people call them diaries, but you know, potato, potato, we're not gonna get into that right now. I wanted to share what I know about journaling and give you a few examples and really give you my very, very favorite type of journaling, all right? So let's talk first, what is journaling? Basically, it's a way to record your life on paper. The thoughts, the feelings, the memories, the emotions, all of those juicy, delicious things lurking under the surface of your consciousness. These little lurkers, they are the things that are going to help you understand yourself more. They're going to help you get clarity on your purpose and what's going to make your heart sing at this point in midlife. 
They're going to help you see things that you may have easily dismissed or glossed over because you thought they were unimportant or irrelevant. Journaling can reveal parts of yourself that you didn't even know existed. Journaling can reveal feelings and emotions that about certain things that you need to take action on, and it can even help you realize who your true friends are and who the imposters are. Journaling has been around forever, and I do get a lot of questions about the air quote right way to do it. So I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you right now what the right way to journal is. It's whatever feels right for you. That's it. If it works for you, that's all that matters. So I'm going to give you a few ideas today, but I am not going to be giving you a whole lot of specifics because you need to figure that out for yourself. I'm also going to leave you a link in the show notes with a few ideas from a Skillshare blog that I found. I thought it was really good. It gives you 10 types of journaling. And at the bottom of the article, it will give you a guide on how to get started if you're new to journaling. All right. So if you don't hear anything else, I say this entire episode, please hear this. The most important part of journaling is deciding the purpose of your journal. What are you trying to achieve with this journal? For example, if you want to feel more grateful in your life, then you'll do a gratitude journal. If you want to make time and have a place, a safe place to practice your art, then you're going to have an art journal. If you want to be out in nature more, you can have a nature journal. You're seeing a pattern. Are you seeing where I'm going with this, right? Now, those are just a few examples, and these types of journals have a very clear purpose. But let me ask you, what if your purpose is to have no purpose? What if you just want to get stuff out on the page to get a better idea of what's going on inside of you? Well, if that's the case, welcome to my world, my friend. (laughs) You could do stream of consciousness journals, or it's also called free writing. Now, free writing is just continuous writing for a certain number of pages or a certain period of time. You do it without stopping. You keep your hand moving on the page the entire time. You don't stop to think. You don't stop to figure out what to write next. You just go with your first thoughts. First thoughts best thoughts. Whatever comes out on the page in that moment is exactly what is supposed to be there. So a lot of free writing is just trusting the process. Don't overthink it. Now I know you, I can see you already. You're starting to overthink all this. Just don't overthink any of it. It's very simple. Whatever is in your mind at that moment, you write on the page. And there are going to be times when you write, I don't know what to write. I don't know what to write. And then, oh yeah, this is the next thing. Because our brains are literally hopping from thought to thought to thought. And a lot of times they're not cohesive. It's not a linear thing. It's more bing, bing, like popcorn. You know, it kind of pops up and there you go. I have actually had journal entries where it's like, my back hurts, my back hurts. Oh, I didn't sleep well. Why didn't I get more sleep? Oh, I have a headache. Oh, my head hurts. Why does my head? I mean, a lot of whining and complaining in mine. So just letting you know, free writing is literally just a stream of consciousness kind of thing. All right. Now, the best way that I have found to do the free writing journal is from Julia Cameron, who wrote The Artist Way. She has a thing called Morning Pages. Now, her book is really focused on creativity, but I, after doing Morning Pages for so many years, I can guarantee you they have so many other uses as well. Morning Pages is free writing three pages by hand every morning. You know, just write, 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 no stopping. Morning Pages have helped me figure out who I am and who I want to be. They also help me see the gaps of where I am and what I need to do to become that person, that person that I aspire to be. 
you know, I've been doing morning pages since the book came out in the early 90s. So I've been doing this a really long time. So for me, it's no big deal to crank out three pages in the morning before I go about my day. And I realize this is free writing, so I don't want to put any parameters on you, but I want to give you some ideas that cameras suggest, as well as a few that I have found very helpful myself. All right. Number one, do your morning pages daily. And here's here's the deal. Consistency is key because that's going to help you prime your mind to get ready for a big brain dump every morning. Your brain, your mind is just going to go, oh, it's time for morning pages. We're sitting down in our same spot and we're getting the pen and the paper and blah, 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 blah. With the consistency, you're going to start setting things up for your mind to get ready to do this. All right. Number two. Do them every morning when you first roll out of bed. That has been the best thing that I've ever done. You know that half asleep, half awake thing you got going, you know, kind of a dreamy state. You can get some of the most remarkable insights from yourself about yourself when you're not completely awake. Is that crazy or what? But let me tell you, it works. Number three, use a pen and paper. I know I can already hear some of you being resistant to this, but there is something so magical that happens when you put that pen to paper. I can't explain it. I don't really even know what it's about, but it is so much different than using a keyboard. And I think it's probably a different experience because the keyboard distances you from the words a little bit because you can't actually touch the page. You're just seeing things on the screen. And I think when that happens, there's a little bit of a disconnect there. So please give pen and paper a shot. That's a really important part of the morning pages process. Number four, don't invest too heavily in your journal. I know you're going to want to go out there and get all fancy and everything, but don't do that. I mean, honestly, I use the 25 cent spirals from Walmart or Staples and I stock up in August for all the back to school sales. And the reason I don't spend a lot of money on them is number five. When you're done, toss the notebook. When I moved from San Antonio, I had 68 journals sitting there. Six, eight. Yeah, you didn't mishear me. I said 68 journals. And I said, oh, these are so important. I'm going to keep these for my memoirs. And I looked through that, y'all. And honestly, it was things like my back hurts or I got so mad. I can't believe she said that. Blah, blah. I mean, it made no sense because I was hopping from thought to thought to thought. That's what stream of consciousness journaling is, right? So I will tell you, I keep my journals for a while and every three to six months I go through them because if I'm writing something, go, oh, that's a good idea for a podcast. I'll put it up in the corner saying podcast idea with my notes and I'll circle it. So when I go back through, I do go pick up all the circled stuff and put it into my spreadsheet. As your brain is going, you will find it's kind of like brainstorming and you're going to have other ideas popping up. And anytime you do that, I would highly recommend that you circle things that you want to get back to. This is seriously one of the most lovely, most beautiful ways to discover yourself, to discover your purpose, and to get some clarity on who you are and what is going to give you peace at this point in midlife. That's it for today. Let me give a quick recap. When you're going to do a journal, make sure you understand the purpose behind it. What do you hope to get out of this journal as you're doing it? And if you want to go a little bit beneath the surface and do more of a stream of consciousness type journal, a free writing journal, to find out a little bit more about what's going on inside of you, I highly recommend the morning pages, which are three pages of handwritten thoughts. Here are five tips if you're doing morning pages. Number one, do them daily and be consistent with them. Number two, do them every morning when you first roll out of bed. Number three, use a pen and paper. Number four, don't invest too heavily in the journal itself. And number five, when you're done with the journal, toss it.
I do hope you give journaling a try if you've never done it before, or maybe you had a practice with journaling and you've stopped for some reason. It is really an amazing way to find out what is going on with you. It's all about you, my friend. (laughs) All right, so I will see you in the next episode. And until then, peace, love, and blessings to you and yours. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening today. If this show has helped or encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. You'll find directions on how to do this at theeasyagingshow.com. And to connect with other Easy Agers, come on over to my free Facebook group, Easy Aging for the Baby Boomer and Gen X Years. See you there.